Hello, everybody. Hello. That's how the show starts now. Just yeah. me going, hey, everybody. Uh, it's Look, here. here's the truth. It is June 12th, 2015. And this is The Vergecast, which is a show that I think today is going to be just all over the place. Uh, for one extraordinarily special reason. But here, let me just do some quick introductions. I'm Neil Patel. Emily Yoshida is here. Because we're going to talk about Drake basically full full time. Uh, Dieter is here as well. Yes, here. hi. And then here's here's why I'm so excited. I'm ridiculously excited on this June twelfth, twenty fifteenth. Sam Sheffer is not here. There's a great story why Rest Sam in isn't peace. here. Uh, and taking Sam's place is something that I've I've wanted to have happen for a long time. Nicola Fumo from Racked.com is here. Hi. Hey. You gotta get way <laughs> and close. Racked is. Do you tell us what is Racked? Racked is the incredibly cool uh fashion and shopping site that happens to share an office building and parent company with the verge it's true yep. so Nick- our job is to be in the we communal flew kitchen in. <laughs> yeah, we flew her in <laughs> it's gonna be in the communal kitchen looking at weird verge guys and being like nah <laughs> the, the, that's it the hype desk is remarkably stark that's just like gray and black yeah yeah I work There's, in the business of stuff, and I hate things. <laughs> You're perfect for this show. Uh, so you might have seen, if you watch our Apple Watch review, Nicola was in the Apple Watch review. Uh, we, I did a video with Nicola for Racked about the Apple Watch. So I've been wanting to do more stuff with Nicola for a long time. But the reason Sam isn't here, which is amazing, is that if is our it show, a secret? It's not a secret. I can, I can say this. I mean, the, look. It's not going to be a secret if you watch local news in Kansas City. Yeah, that's why Sam isn't here. So <laughs> Sam is out shooting an episode of Top Shelf with our video producer, Trey Shallowhorn, who's going to be on the show this time. He's usually behind the camera, but he's going to be on the show. They are doing an episode on water toys, like water jetpacks and crazy stuff. They're in Kansas City right now riding what I believe to be the world's tallest water slide yep. or something like that. Uh, the Kansas City local news was so excited that The Verge was there videotaping the water slide that the local news is now covering Sam and Trey riding a water slide. Who are making a story. Who are making a story about the water. So it's a total crazy. And the best part about it is that I think Trey is like not super pumped about the water slide. Like it's like really tall. And well, like, he has an injury right now. Yeah, and, he's like, like, I don't wanna... and I'm just <laughs> desperately hoping that there is like a local news segment of like man freaks out on water. <laughs> he's dangling off the side. It, it, of won't, it. it won't even be an area man story because yeah. he's no. not from there. <laughs> It'll be like symmetrical New York man. <laughs> I mean, can't uh, handle our water slide. Uh, this video is going to be amazing when we put it up on Top Shelf because yeah. Trey Shalhorn is, by a wide margin, the most beautiful man that works for The Verge. <laughs> Very I think that, symmetrical. And that's true. I don't even take that as an insult. No, I, 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 like you could fan. try. Yeah, it's just everybody knows it's true. It's like uh, saying, well, this guy went to Harvard. Like, he's, <laughs> he's also, um, uh, Yeah, but like, I just like cocky New Yorker defeated by local mm-hmm. water slide. Yeah. That would be amazing. Anyway, so it's, that's why Sam isn't here. He'll be back soon. But in the meantime, we have Nicola, yeah. who I will say this. We have to talk a lot about WWC. There's actually, we're, while we're taping this. I don't know what that acronym is. Don't worry. That's yeah, why we're you're here. Get there. Um, so let, wait, me, let me tell this story. But the, wait, there's one thing we have to do. We have to like finish the housework. Oh, okay. So I did not tell Nicola what the hype seat is or what her expectations are <laughs> or why she's sitting all the way over there. It's weird. Uh, it is weird. I, I don't like, have a computer and everyone else does. That's fine. You've got a coffee cup. What's in that? Is it just straight vodka in the coffee cup? No, I went to Pret and I got a double Americano. Okay. We're, that's Because I wanted to be jazzed. Too much story. <laughs> <laughs> you just had sick coffee. I like jazzed, though, as opposed to jacked. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> a little mellow. Yeah. I mean, you have Red Bull. That's jacked. I'm jazzed. Uh, I'm getting jacked over here. Yeah. 
letting that one go. Jeff um, versus Jeff. Okay, so Man. here's the function of the okay, hype tell seat. tell me. So Sam usually sits over there, mm-hmm. um, and as we talk about the news and things that are happening, Sam's job is to like keep it real and rate things on a hype level of 1 to 10. Okay. So I say, like, hey, we're talking about, I don't know, Apple Music. We'll, we'll just practice. Okay. So, like, Drake. Hype check Drake. Eight. There you go. Oh, wait. And then if you want... Mm. What? Wait, is it is it eight? Is it, eight? is it a number scale? It's supposed to... It's Sam. It's supposed to be a like, formula. Sam... I thought it was, like, it was, like, over, like overhyped or... No, it was, it was originally oh, supposed to be a number. Right. But so then... I would say oh. Sam... Continuing with our jazz theme, okay. Sam is more of a free form hype checker, yeah. right? Like there's scat there's an underlying of- structure that we all understand, <laughs> but yes, yeah, Sam is hype scatting all over the place. So you feel free. I'm just gonna say hype check this or that, okay? And then you kind of respond the way it feels right. The way it feels great. Okay. Yeah, the way it feels right. And then if you want to just sort of like get in, in the mix, okay. otherwise, uh, Sam knows no boundaries. So you can just do that. So as well. sometimes called upon, other times interjecting. Yes, that's the hype seat. Yeah, desk. Sometimes called upon, other times interjecting. Is it the hype seat? It's the hype, hype seat, which is at the hype desk where <laughs> her swagisty sits. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. We corrected. It is it. a it's deeply confusing role. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But it, it just you just do you. Um, All right. Sounds good. I'm excited for this. Okay. So, so here's what happened. There's we stuff were happening right now. It's live on just talking about WWDC, but we knew that. There was an Oculus event happening, and we're like, oh, well, it's an Oculus event. They're probably going to do all their big stuff at E3, and, you know, Oculus, they, they always sort of, like, oversell. Like, like we, had never, we weren't expecting it to be huge, but instead what has happened in the past hour as we're recording this is Oculus has just unveiled a massive slew of hardware and news. Basically everything that anybody's been waiting for. Yeah, the stuff we've been waiting for for over two years. They're just like, oh, yeah, here it is. It's like, what? what? Is it that, that everybody just sort of has a white noise reaction to Oculus news now? It's just like... Oh yeah, they're gonna do the same thing that they've been shown at every other show. Or yeah, and I, I mean, you know, there's there's much people there, so like we're we've got everybody on it. We're we're covering it. Casey Newton is there. He's putting up hands-on photos with the new hardware right now. Uh, so it's very exciting, but it also has sort of you know discombobulated yeah. me a little bit because I was like, I'm gonna talk about well, Watch OS 2.0, very... and instead there's like Oculus happening. Well, it's like huge. Like they showed off the new controller. They've got the new thing. There's about an Xbox thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think we're just so used to Oculus doing iterative. Right. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing again with like mm-hmm. dots glued on it so another computer can look at you. Well, right. and we're very comfortable right now covering Oculus as maybe a thing that is continually in development. Like instead mm-hmm. of like thinking about a year from now, oh, we're going to be actually playing games on it or watching movies or whatever. Right. Like, um, which is exciting. All right. So just like here's I'm the asking, Cool. What's Oculus? There you go. <laughs> Good question. So. Oculus is a VR headset. Uh, it's a company that... Uh, VR stands for virtual for, reality. Yes. And we were very excited about them a couple of years ago because they were this little scrappy little company. And they got bought by Facebook. And we've been waiting for them to release their consumer product ever since then. And they have just now today basically announced and shown everything that they're doing, answering a whole lot of questions that we had about how it was going to work for regular people. Have you done any VR stuff at any events that you've gone to? Has anybody ever put the thing on you? Because it is actually... Is there fashion VR? Oh, right. Not yet. Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Oh, my God. VR. The fully <laughs> I mean, immersive coming. experience. I just made her more billions. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, I mean, that stuff is coming. Like, every event that we go to, particularly entertainment-related events, there's some Oculus thing happening. It's like 
some beer company is like, jack it up, and then like they put a thing on you, <laughs> and then you like exactly live a different it. life, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's just everywhere right now, uh, and it's just crazy because it hasn't crossed over into fashion at all. I thought that fashion events were like, uh, like ostentatious and like over the top and whatever. And then I went to some tech events, and I just <laughs> oh, yeah. was like, whoa! Like, Wait, really? Yeah. Why when I tech- went to South by Southwest Interactive, my mind was blown. Oh, that was a relatively tame brand <laughs> no, no, activation. No, no, last year. Oh, not, last or year. Not the most recent one, the one before. Okay. Yeah. Why was Compared, it made Fashion Week look like slums, just like garbage slums of terrible <laughs> nail polish giveaways. And- well, they just don't serve food. At, there's no barbecue at Fashion Week because Fashion there's Week, food, right? There's food, but it just like... <laughs> Uh, no, my mind was really, it was something else. Wait, what is, I, an, what is a fashion event usually like? You get there, there's like a handsome man. He has a little platter on it. It's probably champagne. Maybe it's already better than cocktail CES. And like a water, <laughs> <laughs> water with like limes in it. Yeah. And he's tall and good looking. And you're like, oh no, I don't want anything. Okay. And then you. Wait, hold on. Do you, you want to switch think, jobs for a I week? Think, I think we just learned way more about like your basic interaction with like handsome men and champagne than fashion events. Okay, paid beautiful people. It's very weird because it's like, it's like a, it's like you're, oh, you're paid to be here because you're good looking and like I don't want to interact with you because like I feel bad that you have to be here because you're good looking. But so, that's your job. But like, you probably hate me. Like, <laughs> so those people exist. I feel like at tech events or yeah. at E three, they're yeah. just yeah. not men. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, the other way around. Yeah. And it's probably yeah. There's probably less girls being like, no, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, there's just me just drinking all the champagne. Yeah. yeah. Just being like, you stay right here. So then you walk in, and then there's usually like, um, there's probably like a Bosco photo booth at some like there's some pl- where to take your picture and hashtag yeah. it of yourself. Um, there's probably like. Lots of very small bits of food, like like fancy food in like really but what, tiny. What happens? You look at stuff, right? It's pretty much it. <laughs> like it's whatever the stuff is. What do you right. clap for? Oh, I'm thinking like fashion, like a fashion event versus oh, like a okay. show. Like, like a show? No, no, no. Show is like. I mean, it really depends. It runs again, but you, yeah, you walk in, you sit down, you wait 30 minutes after it was supposed to yeah, start yeah. for it to start. It happens. It's eight minutes. Are they beautiful people? No, I'm just because no, our listeners don't know any of this, right? Yeah, no. Like th- a tech event, like Oculus, is like an elaborately staged production with people holding like headsets you wear in your face and telling you that the future will be different now. Yeah, no, I mean the future will be different now. This dress, like you know what I mean. <laughs> right. And then and then it's over, and then you everyone leaves, and no one talks, and you leave. Right. This just sounded like really bad sex. Like you show up, you wait it's eight <laughs> minutes, and then no one talks. <laughs> So better than a tech event. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's like fair to. I think that's a and fair. a man with champagne. Yeah. Don't forget, a handsome man with champagne <laughs> is there to make you feel awkward on your way in and out the door. That's what you want from a sexual encounter. Yeah. Um, and anyway, what? so you this is prime brunchcast material. This is what the <laughs> listeners are here for. Do you want to talk about the virtual reality headset some more, Dita? I, I mean, I did, but now I Wait, can't I think about the man with the champagne. I want to talk about virtual reality and yeah. maybe not fashion, but mm-hmm. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because actually, speaking of Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. Google recently uh, uh, announced the this sort of kit uh, of basically having sixteen, I think, GoPros yeah. um, that you can so you anybody can kind of be a virtual reality caster through their system, cardboard, and I mean that feels like the next kind of um, uh, reality star to me is right. like 
oh, I can go and plug in and be Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. for the day. Oh, that would like, be wild. That's, I mean, that sounds Wait, don't you really want to watch those people, though? I, we had this big conversation yesterday. So just the, the basics of the Oculus stuff that's being announced right now yeah. is they're showing off the final hardware. There's going to be a camera that sits on your desk. Uh, it ships crazy with an Xbox One gamepad, and everyone has thought. Yeah, so like, it ships with the Xbox One gamepad. It still requires a PC, but you can stream Xbox One games to it, which means that like that could be a potentially big deal. So you buy the kit, you get to stream Xbox One games. And then the, the last thing, the thing that we've been waiting forever for, is they shipped a thing that they're calling Oculus Touch, which are these insane bracelet-looking little controllers that detect motion that you can use in your hands so you can actually control stuff in VR. Right. It's like the, the, they look completely nuts. Um, and there's this weird... There's a bunch of games coming, too. And there's Xbox stuff. You can, like, demo games. Yep. And so, the, but that wouldn't be in virtual... That wouldn't be 360, right? That would just be, like, a big screen. Like, a screen that would take up, like, IMAX or something. Right? I imagine it could be both. Okay. Um, but more likely, the, the actual VR games will just run on the PC. Because the okay. way that the... The way... I'm assuming that the way it works is you can stream Xbox One games to your PC now and play them on your PC. Um, like if you were like hanging out in your bedroom or something, uh-huh. um, and presumably like they're, they're using that mechanism to get it to the Oculus okay. Rift, I'm guessing. And so like, there's kind of no point to put VR on the Xbox one if it needs the PC as an intermediary anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless the fact that, um, but they could maybe, or like you could buy an Xbox one game that would come with the VR version for free or something. Right. So like Microsoft has now had, is the only company with like a, an AR solution, augmented reality solution, Hololens. It's actually no, this, interesting. It's just and a controller. A it just runs on a PC. It's just a controller. It's yeah, not, there's no but, Xbox near it. Right, but what I'm like, they've got a partnership now with Oculus, such that oh, like right. this is the VR thing that you use with Microsoft stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. And right. Microsoft has a huge investment in Facebook, which owns Oculus. Like right. all of the there's an Illuminati conspiracy theory here, yeah, which is actually not a conspiracy theory. It's literally just that Microsoft owns a big chunk of Facebook, which owns Oculus. How big is that chunk? And it runs on a is PC. it that big a chunk? It seems like we everybody brings it up all the time, and I don't think it's that much. I don't know. All right, whatever. Anyway, Google that for me. Bunch of stuff. Wait, so this is go- so it goes through. Wait, so it goes through Xbox Live. Wait, so does that mean this is what I was asking? No, it doesn't no, go through that. No, it's no, just no. the controller. Yeah. Oh, how come? I feel like I saw. I'm, I'm confused. So about they have the chain this inter- of command here, right? So Oculus runs on a PC. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, you can pair an Xbox controller to a PC. Right. Yeah. So that's that. That's yeah. that whole thing. And then they have this new interface, which is a portal that lets you like buy and demo games, which looks very much like. Across to my eyes, across between Steam and the Xbox, right. yep. which is probably where all the confusion is coming in. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's like a two D. Anyway, so this is like the first complete VR solution. You buy a bunch of stuff, you put on the headset, and you enter a different world, and you leave your body behind. Yep. And then step into it. And so you'll be able to do that in the first half of <laughs> next year, and then or the first, I think it's maybe in first quarter, and then you'll be able to buy these new touch controllers, but in the first half of next year. Mm. Right. That seems like hype check high. Right, yes. yeah. It's like right. Very so there you high. go. You ready? You <laughs> very, got it. Very high. Hype check, hype check Oculus, everything we just talked about. I think it's very high. Right. It sounds like there's new worlds. <clears throat> yeah. They're not real ones, but no. they're there. They for are you to virtual worlds. Virtual worlds. There's something about uh, Facebook mm-hmm. and money it's and good, also it's Microsoft. Microsoft. Hype check and Microsoft Xbox. in your life. What was the last Microsoft <laughs> product that you used? I don't know. Right. There's none. Have you used Skype recently? No. What do you write on? Uh, chorus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right answer. Right yeah. answer. Yeah. On brand. 
Hype check, hype check our company's proprietary CMS. Uh, so here's why I'm excited about the Xbox stuff, even though it's not technically VR, because someone just tweeted this at me. I have a TV that is small. It's like 46 inches. Yeah. And like, I want a new TV, but you know what I don't need to do anymore to but I could just use this yeah. and I will have a giant this screen. Is, I have a giant I'm... screen for all my video games from now on. Okay. This is my fear right now because immediately. <laughs> Are we going to share fears? Yeah, we're <laughs> about fear. I'm right. so um, I don't want to talk to anybody. Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. I want to hear Emily's fear. Well, no, but the, for some reason, this, this announcement, which is like, you know, finally Oculus being this real thing that we're going to be able to buy and it's like all, it's all going to be there. For some reason, this made me take a giant step back to like a much more rudimentary use for Oculus, which would be, yes, like not, not even doing games, watching Netflix. Right. On um, essentially like the best uh, in the best theater, like THX black box theater you could get, except it's all here. And then I immediately think about getting stabbed while I'm watching. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, like, I mean, it's it's fine if you're in a theater because you're actually in a place you can see if somebody's going to come up. Well, I'm picturing myself. Wow. I'm picturing that, like, in your bed. Like, wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. Everybody, one at a time. I would like Emily to first complete her murder fantasy. (laughs) It's not a fantasy. It's a nightmare. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I mean. You haven't heard my new series, Fear Fantasy? (laughs) Fear Fantasy. It's a new beaver bust. Uh, no, I mean, like, if I'm in my apartment, I'm usually not afraid of that kind of thing. But for some reason, if I was, if I was, if I had, you know, a Bose, whatever, sound canceling headphones and a completely face yeah. covering mask showing a movie, I would get nervous about all the things I couldn't see right then. I mean, right. I'd have to get like a giant padlock from my house. I feel like <laughs> I have a sleep mask, so I know how it is, and I live alone. Is that the this? You th- okay. I'm just gonna, I, and I hate to no, just like you, your hands are open. With the I hate sleep to mask. like the aggressively <laughs> correct you, but a sleep mask is less <laughs> isolating than a noise canceled virtual reality environment. Right there, I promise you. I'll drop it. Onwards. Okay. Wait, what do you fear? In general, yeah, just throw it out there. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, what isn't there to fear? I don't know. That's why. Um, so we have been talking about. Oh, by the way, there is this thing. The thing that you're talking about. Um, there's another product called the Avigant Glyph, which is basically a huge set of headphones with a visor that flips down and beams a hundred inch screen directly into your retinas, which is, it's like a laser display. Mm-mm. It's wild. Wow. Uh, it's very cool. They're working on that. So that's just the big display. And then the other thing they're doing is Oculus is partnering with airlines so that you, when you sit in like coach, you can like put this thing on and just be in a different Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That seems great. That is my fear. Like my fear is that I'll be in the noise canceled environment, like looking at stuff like I'm in an aquarium and the plane is like, just like fucking crashing. It'd be great if that's your last memory that was like, Oh, we're swimming with fishes in an aquarium. And then it was over. Does it say a lot about me that I went instantly to I'm in an aquarium? Uh, (laughs) The idea of letting an airline control what I see in a VR headset is terrifying. I'm, I still get, incredibly livid at the the displays on the back seats and you're like i keep turning them off but they're like they turn on oh, and show yeah. me ads mm-hmm. all yeah. the time but if like in a vr environment like we we've gone and tried these like branded activation experiences in vr but like you choose to do that but like mm-hmm. if vr becomes the way that we interact with screens yeah like that's a that's a different kind of ad well, so that you, i am not looking wait, forward to orange it's like yeah right well they're not like drugging you to vomit every time they see no, you clamping your eyes open and making you watch branded content. That is the future of our business. <laughs> yeah. Or that Black Mirror episode uh, always comes back. Would to you Black ever Mirror. sit in a room? We see you've never worn a VR headset, so I just, you have to imagine this. Would you ever okay. sit in a room with another person and wear this headset? Because that's like 
that's the whole in Dieter's argument, right? Is right. That instead of buying a big TV, everyone's just going to sit around together in these like virtual worlds. Oh, you assume I, I have mean, people that want to watch TV with me. You're, you have a, you're, you're watching the same thing, but you're watching yeah. it on. I, th- I mean, I think that like you might want to be precious about like how people are like in rooms together, but everyone is distracting themselves all the time right. when they're in rooms together. Anyway, so I don't think that it would take like more than like a couple of experiences to be like, yeah, I guess we just sit here with these things on now. That's so weird. I don't that, No, I think that's the thing about film is that so few people watch TV or watch movies without doing something else. Right. And yeah. Except if you're like, and that's like why oh, the. Oh, yeah, like it's super boring to watch a bad Netflix show, but, but in VR, there's nothing you're else. Stuck you, in you know, it. I have a theory like, that oh, no, but Netflix do, shows are designed no. to let you check your phone. Like <laughs> this is, that's why they're so boring in the middle. Like Daredevil <laughs> is just like endless sequences of brooding, and it's like, yep, that's when I look at Twitter. Yeah, this is the genius behind it. Them doing the Xbox because the Xbox lets you like snap a game of threes on but the side of your the screen. Xbox. But you could play it. You can never. I hear what you're saying. Is there going to be a thing where you can watch TV in a virtual world, but the screen is a part of the virtual world, so you can sit with your your friends Hololens. like virtual? Yeah, well, virtual avatars of your friends in a virtual space, uh, watching a fake TV screen, so that you yeah. guys can all be watching your shows together. Like that is that's the next generation. Like Xbox Live <laughs> already had that, right? Where you would like watch Netflix all together with your friends yeah. on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. This is just one terrifying step forward, depressing step forward. <laughs> I already feel bad. Like, our, like Xbox Live, playing games with like a headset on with like other fake people. I'm always like, why don't I just have friends that come to my house? And then the answer is because I'm like in my 30s. So you think about the big questions. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when I'm most alone when I'm gaming with other people on the internet. Yeah, it sounds dark. Yeah. Anyway, I've got to read an ad now. So just everybody, everybody hold your horses, and then we have to talk about Apple. Did you do any research on Apple Music? I did. Here, fun, I'm going to tease the next segment. Last night, I emailed Nicola and I said, "Hey, I want you to come on the Vergecast. We're going to talk about Apple Music." Nine twenty-one p.m. Uh, yeah, it was oh. late. It was late. Uh, and she wrote back to me, "Okay, great. What is Apple Music? <laughs> Googling it now, which is amazing. So, <laughs> uh, perfect. Okay, ready? It's money time." This episode of The Rich Cast is brought to you by lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com slash vergecast. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash vergecast. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen, like Nicola. It's for you. Yeah. Maybe you want to master Excel, Nicola. Maybe you want to learn some negotiation tactics or build a website so you can stop using Chorus. I don't know. Uh, you should keep using cores or boost your Photoshop skills. Go to lynda.com and feed your curious mind. Some courses worth checking out are uh, iOS 8 SDK new features, which should be iOS 9 now. But hey, they're going to have that soon. Yeah. Uh, Excel 2011 for the Mac, where you can learn how to manage and analyze large amounts of data with sorting, filtering, statistical, and database analysis features. And designing a data visualization, where you can learn how to build a database in Illustrator using scripting for speed, accuracy, and repeatability. With a lynda.com membership, you can watch and learn from top experts who are passionate about teaching. You can stream thousands of video courses on demand and learn at your own schedule. Courses are structured. You can watch them from start to finish or just skip around. You can use course transcripts to follow along. You can just search for an answer. You can just bounce that portion of the video. You can take notes, which is, I think, important for learning. It is. You can also create and save places, playlists of courses you want to watch to customize your learning path or share with others. Because as I've made repeatedly clear on this show, a non-customized learning path is for suckers. So your Lynda.com membership will give you unlimited <coughs> access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. So if you're looking to become an industry expert, you're just passionate about a hobby or you want to learn something new, please visit Lynda.com slash Vergecast and sign up for a free 10-day trial. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash Vergecast. 
welcome. I have a notably yeah. different ad read voice. Yeah. It felt like it just felt like cereal. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, no, it's like real pro in here. Except yeah, for, except for that. <laughs> you just read an ad for another company. Sorry. That's just how it works. I know. Uh, they're supposed to pay I us. I don't know. Now don't the mail kit girl owes me twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, that'd be awful. That poor girl. It's her job to just deliver huge checks to people. That's that's a real sad story about mail Um All right. So the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference. Okay. So you didn't. That so is what WWDC week, stands for. So if you don't, yeah, why would our audience know this? So there's like a huge da- like traffic dashboard that you can access at our company. Did you look at dashboard earlier yeah. this week? Did you see like we had a big spike on? Was it Monday? Monday mm-hmm. that occurred. Yeah, should, so Nicola, I mean, I believe you. I just wasn't right. didn't have my eyes so out for it. There's an Apple event on Monday, a huge developer conference, and this is. Oh, I know because on Slack, every Verge friend was like, "I can't talk." And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hate. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to get coffee? Uh, we started a new reporter on Monday. We actually have a bad history of starting people at the worst times. Oh yeah. So we started yeah. Emily at CES. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's forgiven me. <laughs> like it's still like. Every now and again, I'm like, oh, I'm having a really pleasant conversation with Emily. And I'm like, what is that note of just complete disdain? (laughs) And it's like, oh, Emily started at CES. I still have like flashing strobe lights from, I don't know, a Sony keynote or something. (laughs) Oh, and then our story for a different day. We started Chris Plant on an Apple day. Still don't think he's ever forgiven me. Uh, And now we have a new reporter, Jameson Cox, who's great. And has already written four stories. Yay, Jameson. He is going to be awesome. Uh, But he started on Apple day as well. And at one point, I think he said it to everybody now. He's like, this is like being in a NASA control room. Like, yeah. nobody would talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, sit down, be quiet, don't break anything. It's like, well, like, it's, a good, it's a good day to watch things. It's just like, I'm not sure how easily you're going to be able to, like, follow it because it goes by so quickly. But, yeah, yeah, it's wild. Anyway, so uh, Dieter and I were there yep. at Apple with Casey and uh, a couple of our video friends. Um, they announced, what, a new version of OS ten, a new version of iOS 9. Um they purchased Microsoft. <laughs> nope. Nicola didn't buy that one. Almost. I was just seeing if I could throw so that one. Close. I hate you. <laughs> I was just seeing if I could get out there. You were just, you were just like looking out the window. Anyway, uh, OS 10, OS 10 iOS 10 9, 9, iOS 9, uh, watch the, OS 2. The new version of the thing for the watch. Um, they changed the spelling of the watch OS, which is like a big deal. What like, do you mean? Lowercase W, capital O, capital S, one word. Yeah. Which I don't know why gives this. me some really deep WebOS feels. I'm just uh, it's say. called WatchOS. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so they did that, and then they announced Apple Music, and Drake was on stage, and then the weekend played. Yeah. So it was like this whole crazy thing. Um, the new version of OS X, the operating system that runs almost every computer at this company, is called OS X El Capitan. Too no. much. Yes, yes. that's true. Capitan. A little too much, but they're very too proud Disney. of it. Yeah. It sounds like. Um, like a Mexican restaurant that doesn't have good Mexican food. Well, it's the name of it's a name of Disney's theater on Hollywood. Well, you killed Dieter, so there's that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> let me tell you about El Capitan. No, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the name of the, the theater, Disney's theater at, on Hollywood Boulevard, like where they premiere all the Pixar movies. Oh, yeah, so it's like some it's time, cute. some synergy. Yeah, because they, you know. Steve Jobs used to be the biggest shareholder of Disney. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it's a tribute. Anyway, so they named it that. Um, they spent basically no time talking about it. They're like, it has some new features. It goes a little bit faster, and you can move you wanna, windows around. You want to hear my deeply nerdy thing yeah. about El Capitan? <laughs> so they can move windows around in a new way and do split screen, whatever. Um, the deeply nerdy thing about it is they, they've got this thing called Metal, which is like you code to the metal, you code closer to the metal. What it means is that they can do graphics better, basically. 
right. and that they're bringing it to the Mac and they're running all of their Windows stuff through this so that all of the, all the graphics stuff that a Mac has to do is way more efficient. Mm-hmm. My secret dream hope is that all the, you know, 40% faster, 2x app launches, previews open this much faster, all that stuff that they did. Yeah. If they can run more graphics through metal, <laughs> then maybe, maybe, maybe the new MacBook no. might feel way faster I doubt and it. it could be my next computer. That thing is, I know you want that computer. Oh, I want so it too, bad. but it's not, it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. Um, One time it, my dad got a special graphics card so I could play The Sims. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I know about slow loading graphics. There you go. Right. You're into it. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> How often do you consider the operating system on your laptop? I mean, what do you mean? You consider? have a MacBook Air, right? Yeah. Do you like when you? Well, when everybody you, had to think about it when the it switched to Yosemite. I feel like that was like very when it was very evident what a operating system is. Right, because like, everything it's, right. it yeah. looks different. Yeah. Right. This one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a new font it draws now too. Attention to no it. way. Called San Francisco. What? Well, this is my ongoing. <laughs> Emily's making the worst face. <laughs> uh, this is my ongoing theory that the only time regular people know when technology is mm-hmm. changing is when it looks different, yeah. which is how they. Which is how they sold the iPod. Every year, the iPod would just look arbitrarily different. Mm. Right? It was like especially the, the, the wide. Nano or the Mini. Yeah, the Nano was their bestseller. And every mm. year, Steve Jobs was like, "This year, we've made it fatter." Hmm. <laughs> and then the next year, like, we screwed that up real bad. <laughs> Thinner is the way to go. And like, everyone would buy a new iPod. Like that was how like family members who like kind of didn't like you but knew they had to buy you a present showed their affection for you. Yeah. So like an iPod Nano costs one hundred fifty dollars. Here it is, please. Please don't talk to me for a year. Yeah, goodbye. WhatsApp doesn't exist. We can't bother each other. That was my youth. And now WhatsApp is like, <laughs> that's how they show up. What? The WhatsApp tie is interesting. Well, um, do, you ha- do you have like family WhatsApp groups? So I have like. I don't know. I only have um, one friend that I talk to on WhatsApp. So I, there's like a huge, I have a huge family WhatsApp because it's international. Right. So right, 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 yeah. Here. Um, and like- it's just like. It's just banging away all day wow. long. Oh, it. man. And I feel really guilty because I'm like, I don't, I, I just, can we get I back? I like to, WhatsApp. Can we go anyway. back to the place where we were just buying each other iPods? Yeah. My, my family's standardized on iMessage, which is another reason that I'm basically you, tied to it. Are you, are you checking watch? your uh, watch I'm going right to send my heartbeat oh my to my mother right now. Hey, so it's been like. Here it is. So, Nicola, you did a bunch of watch cover. Barbone, you're about yeah. to get a heartbeat. You got to just stop it. This is the second time I've seen one since then. Since all the coverage. So you, did, you didn't get one. You weren't convinced to get one. No. Have you no. seen anybody in the fashion world wearing one? No. Um, but I did see someone. I saw a JetBlue employee wearing one. There you go. An employee. He worked um, at the desk at the airport. Yeah. In Burlington. Okay. I think that's where it was. We're, we're deep in the weeds here. <laughs> uh, well, it says stuff. About who's buying it. Yeah. Um, JetBlue employees Jet in, Burlington. Employee in, Burlington. <laughs> in Burlington. Burlington, Wisconsin. No, Vermont? Burlington, Vermont. Oh, wow. Thus so, yeah. ends our conversation of El Capitan. <laughs> so the Apple Watch is over. Yeah, I check the Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, dead in the water. Wow. wow. Like, who? I mean, I, but we know this. This is a common known thing, no? no. I know this is a You're gut bl- thing. <laughs> I, and it's mostly a style thing because anytime I see somebody wearing one, I'm like, that person. Sorry, not not including Dieter. I'm wearing one course. too, but mine is dead. This is how I've chosen to wear mine. It's, this I, is a box. I, I you wear just have mine. a corpse on your wrist. Yeah. Like. Well, it's either dead or I've left it in the pairing screen, which I refer to as Lagerfelding. Uh, because Carl Lagerfeld has an Apple Watch, but he's mm-hmm. never paired it with his phone. So every photo of it is just the pairing screen. That's so funny. Wow. Yeah, it's the best. So I just Lagerfelding. Logger, I, I Lagerfeld my watch. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You, good anyway, you guys are really there. making me feel bad about wearing a smartwatch right now. <laughs> no, it's fine. You're great. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
That was worse than what I was going to say. Sorry. That was just like the most patronizing thing I've ever heard. Wow. I went too. Do we do we stock poison in the kitchen? Because no, you know, I gotta go do a thing. You're, no, you're great. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of like. Okay, so let me ask you. I'm just. We're moving okay. on, Dieter. Um, I love you, and I'm, I apologize for uh-huh. our previous interaction. Uh-huh. Uh, do you upgrade your Do you upgrade your phone software every year? Do you buy a new phone every year? No. Okay, but do you upgrade your software every year? Well, yeah, yeah. I feel like that is that's like a. But a I have big a lot deal. of friends that are terrible about it, and it's so frustrating. Why? Because they then they get in that thing where like they haven't done it in years, and then they try to do one thing and they can't do it, and then their computer needs it, and then they like the yeah. phone needs it, and mm-hmm. then it's this whole afternoon, and their sister has to help them, and then they never have <laughs> any information that they ever used to have before because right. they waited too long. I hate that. Yeah, and no, my friends know that I hate that. That's my parents. Yeah. Right, well, right. it should be parents. It shouldn't be 25-year-old girls. Uh, one time it got so bad for my parents that to upgrade my mother's phone, the, just to go from like iOS 4 to 5, I had to go and buy her a new iMac. Like I don't know yeah. how I fell. Yes. I fe- she fell so far down the hole that I was like, yes. to get this done, it's I'm like, going to go and buy you a new computer. The worst wow. is when like an iTunes update comes into play. It's just like, fuck, this is going to be forever. <laughs> like, this is just... <laughs> like, I thought I was leaving the house. I'm not leaving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this happens. So you go home and you have to, like, fix everything at home. Is this a thing for you? This is... Well, I've learned... I mean, I've learned enough now to, to always do, like, the maintenance updates just to, like, keep it going just so that you don't ever get to the point of, like, the many updates. Like, the, the, the domino effect updates where you have to, like, oh, to get the phone to do the thing, I have to get the iTunes to do the thing, which means I have to ask the computer to yeah, do the yeah. thing, et cetera. Yeah, no, it's an endless chain. So the reason I ask is that iOS nine came out, mm-hmm. and iOS nine, Dieter, would you? It's not like is it a big one in your estimation? No, I feel like the first half of this Apple keynote was like really minor updates to Apple yeah. software. Like everything is going to get a little bit better. iOS uh, nine is like a little bit. They changed the font again. Yeah, the iPad can now do two apps at once. Like that's all cool. But like the phone, I think the phone experience will remain substantially. Similar. Yeah, so you can do split screen on the iPad. Uh, they're changing Passbook to Wallet. Uh, they've got transit directions and maps. So those are all things. But the big stuff with it, then they're like fixing bugs, which hopefully transit directions and maps. Yeah, yeah, that's tight. I give yeah. that a hype level, medium high, medium high. Yeah, like a six <laughs> on the burner, like on the hype not burner. room temperature. Hype stove. Would it make you switch back to Apple Maps instead of Google Maps? I mean, remains to be seen so doubtful, but remains to be seen. Yeah. They claim that their their transit directions are special because they know the size of subway stations and they can give you better walking directions because they know that, like, they're huge and you don't want to walk across yeah. all the subway stations. I mean, that's real. That would be cool. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, but the big thing is they've got a new search interface and they have a new, like, Siri is intelligence now. And so mm-hmm. she can suggest stuff to you kind of like Google Now. And then, like, when you swipe over to the search thing, it, like, shows your recent friends. And it shows you apps you might want to use. And it yeah, shows it you try- So stuff. do you use Spotlight on your phone? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you pull that down, it's supposed to, like, guess what you might be searching for. But now, you, now it's... Do you use Apple Mail on your phone? Just you... the regular mail that's on there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're one of, like, the few in the proud. I, uh, I, no, I no, just no, no, no. switched. It's you just switched? Just switched. Everybody yeah. uses it. I think it's such hot. Crime. I have well, so mail, I. Outlook, and Gmail on my phone for different scenarios because yeah, not one of them does all the things. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No, that's Which one hell. do you go to, though, for the most part, to like look at your mail? If I can get to Gmail because I'm above ground, I'm not on the subway, I'll go there. Okay. And then otherwise you use... But if I'm on the subway, Outlook's pretty good. But then sometimes I just got to see it all. Yeah. So I got to go classic. Oh, man. Hmm. I can't. I, that thing is... Why'd you switch? Because it's garbage. 
Yeah, because it's garbage. And <laughs> and because I needed alerts, I needed to just have an alert every time I got mail, uh, like in real time. Yeah. Can't do that. Um, so. So, so I would I would use mail if they gave me a, a single pane view of email threads. Right. So then the big thing, the so the, the features, the actual features are like Siri's going to get smarter and start suggesting stuff to you. But then the big thing that I kept on harping on over and over and over again was that all of this intelligence, all this like smart, predictive AI stuff happens on your phone and not in the cloud like it does with Google. Mm-hmm. And that they're protecting your privacy. Yeah. And Apple basically straight up was like Google is evil because they're stealing your privacy to sell you ads. And they were like every single feature they announced, they put up another screen that was like, this isn't tied to your Apple ID. We don't know who you are. It's all smart. You're not the product. We're not advertising. Like the shit banging away at that theme uh which if you like look around sort of like the apple web oh no the anti-google feeling is strong the slide that i wanted to bring up that they brought up the similar slides for in a couple different spots and uh, i can't find it right now i gotta go hunt through Um, our live blog so their whole thing is that you have to use all their apps like you have to use their mail app because it has to download all of your mail and read it for you on the phone so it can be smarter which is crazy to me um, Wait, what's it going to do with reading my mail? It's going to like if somebody sends you like a hey, let's meet at three p.m. It'll yeah. like automatically make a little calendar invite for you. you yeah, like, you can like tap on like it to get it. But that's yeah. horrifying if you have jobs like we do, where you get a lot of invitations to things there's no way you're going to go to. Yes. Right. Well, they don't automatic. Well, they show up as like gray boxes on your calendar. Yeah. It's still hell. It's yeah. still. It's going to be hell. like gray. A gray box. It's going to look like a. It's going to look like a skyline. Yeah. No, but my. my be I believe that like every yeah, Apple product right now reflects a crazy. Apple meeting culture that I don't understand. Yeah. How do right? you mean? Yeah. Like the Apple yeah. watch, like it beeps at you every hour to stand up. And like, if you yeah. did that anywhere, anywhere, like in any responsible, like Dieter has to stand up now, uh, in any responsible situation, like that's crazy. Yeah. You sit down, Dieter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think a lot right. of it, I was gone. free, it assumes, <laughs> I, I, I think that, that this is something that people, maybe people talk about this in other spheres that I'm just not aware of it, but like, I feel like so much of so many innovations about like calendars and mail and how all this stuff works together and stuff really assumes a very certain kind of, uh, non-working class lifestyle, right. like, you know, or you just work on the Apple campus or something like that. So well, I just think the idea of it, like. <laughs> I bet in Apple, it's really rude to ask somebody for a meeting unless you're going to take it, right? That's like a corporate culture. Like you can can arrange a set of people in such a way and say, these are our expectations. Like if I send you an email that says, hey, does three o'clock work? Like we're probably going to have a meeting. But here there's like 500 people who want my time at any minute of the day and they're asking me questions about when my time is free and just overloading my calendar with like suggestions with like questions with like, please, Mm -hmm. please press. Yes. is like, Mm -hmm. that's terrifying to me. And then you have to hard know them. Yeah. Like yep. Decline. Decline. Oh, decline. I'm, I'm a maybe man. I, I, I maybe. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I mean, maybe yeah, yeah. definitely a move. Yeah. I think we've all learned something about Dieter's passive-aggressive yeah. calendar skills. <laughs> well, you're from Minnesota, right? So yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like a passive-aggressive maybe decline. Okay, so Apple's slide says that uh, this proactive stuff is anonymous, not associated with an Apple ID, uses a randomized identifier, is not linked to any other Apple services, is not shared with third parties, and that. You're in control. Now, part of me wants to be a super conspiracy theorist and talk about how uh, randomized identifiers are bullshit because yeah. it only takes like two or three data points for a company with any data mining capability at all to identify you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll set that aside and trust that this actually is. Well, they really mean it. I mean, yeah. they are very. Like, do you use iCloud? Nicola? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you use iCloud for? What do you mean? All this stuff. What, what stuff? stuff? Describe the stuff. What are the pieces of iCloud that touch your life every day? 
I mean, probably photos, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not, it's not a question. Uh, mail. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't you? Can you? How can you not use it? You have to have it, right? I yeah. think I only use apps. It, I only use it for music. Right. Wait, so, maybe I don't use it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I think so. You stumbled into iCloud, like, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Casey, Casey had this great line. They had all these like scholarship winners on like on stage, like high fiving. It was like overrun with teens. It was adorable. Uh, and Casey was like, to get here, the teens had to identify the difference between iCloud Photo Stream and iCloud Photo Library because nobody knows the answer. Um, <laughs> Because it's this confusing thing yeah. that yeah. Apple has. It's like your phone is constantly telling you that you need it. Yeah, I think I always have to log into stuff with it, no? My you, calendar. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't log so, into my calendar. You don't have to. You work here, right? Yeah. So you use Google Calendar. I got a personal calendar. Do you, you it's use... an iCal calendar? Yeah. Wow. Um, Whoa. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't, you can't. You're listening to this. No, Nicola, you're great. You're Nicola great. is blushing. You're just great. You just do that. <laughs> <laughs> we hit, we hit iCloud. Well, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, just asking Nicola what she uses iCloud for has caused her a deep and abiding <laughs> embarrassment. And I think that is just emblematic of the entire Apple situation right I now. I like, being no. bad at being a millennial. No, like, I, no I don't. I think that yeah. that's good. Well, no. You should know what you put on, on, on the cloud and not. But, like, I definitely default to no on right. everything. So I'm pretty sure that none of my photos are on the cloud. I'm pretty sure that nothing like my emails is on it. It's just my music because it's a purchase that I made through Apple. And it's like, right. I'd like to just have that right. available to have that backed up. Yeah. Right. No, exactly. I'm just saying like the Apple going on and on about privacy is great. But if I asked you what Google services you used and Google services are as unified as any set of iCloud services, you would just know the answers. Like what Google services do you use? Gmail. Right, right. They're all branded. They're all like, we, everybody Google knows calendar. what exercise we're going yeah. through. Right. <laughs> Uh, and that's the difference. And they're better in many ways. Like all of the, us in this room use Google Maps. We have to like go and get it because it, we know instinctively that it's better than Apple's map solution. Yep. When you and have so, a friend from out of town visit and they don't have it. Oh, yeah. And they're like, how it's do bad. I get it? And I'm like, well, you're going to look on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> or they open like Hopstop. Oh, that's what? rough. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. I like, you're done. We're done. Nicola, like, all of this was in service. <laughs> Nicola just burning Hopstop to the ground. <laughs> the show's over. Just, <laughs> Peace out, Hopstop. <laughs> Company's over. All right. I'm going to read. Um, oh, wait. Here's, wanna, here's my yeah, big yeah. question about iOS 9 and, and all this that we're talking yeah. about. Do you care about your privacy? Man, I got a pretty nihilistic view on it all. Okay. <laughs> Like that's, why, really... that's why you're here. Yeah, that's why you're in the fear fantasy seat. I mean, <laughs> uh, wow! Like, how deep to go on this? I guess it's one of those like I should be more, but like, what do I have to hide? And then also like, it's all there. Yeah. So yeah. So you're 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 completely within the norms of ninety five percent. Let me ask you. Really let me ask you a broader yeah. question. As an editor of Racked, mm -hmm. do do you think your audience cares about? privacy issues and like computer security like we cover it and here's what i know we cover it because we have like uh, it's part it's just part of the fabric of what mm -hmm. we cover right and we do it it doesn't like get us huge traffic right unless yeah. it's like icloud nude hacks it mostly comes up for us yeah for celebrity yeah. nude stuff yeah which whatever and then uh for any kind of like when a retailer has like a yeah credit card situation. but do people like did people stop shopping at target after all their credit cards got stolen no Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I saw the CEO of Target at the Code Conference a couple of weeks ago, and literally his, like, response to what are you doing about your terrible security practices was like, well, I'm the new CEO, so that wasn't my fault. 
And he's like, but Target's great. And he just like kept on talking about Target. And that's my question. Like Apple's just pounding away at privacy and how Google is like stealing your shit and selling you. And you're, you know, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. That's like the line that yeah. they've chosen. Does that resonate with you? Do you think that resonates with your audience? I mean, I think that people care in the way that people are like, I want to buy a made in America, but how much does that cost? No. And like, then they just buy stuff made irresponsibly right. elsewhere. I feel like it's the same thing about privacy where people are like, I care so much about my privacy, but then like, oh, but I can't do this if I don't say yes. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, this. By the way, Google's motto used to be don't be evil. Now it's okay. It's just fine. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> It's like, you're using Hopstop? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hopstop. All right, I'm going to read this ad, and then we have to do music for a little bit, because it's actually, I think, the most important thing. Um, look, here's the thing about podcasts, and I think we, through Nicholas' presence here today, we've come to realize this together. Podcasting is about telling great stories, maybe with too many details about Burlington, Vermont, maybe with too many details about the specific coffee shop that filled <laughs> your coffee cup with, but podcasting fundamentally is about great stories. But telling great stories isn't just for podcasts. For businesses, connecting with your audience through content is a great way to drive traffic, brand loyalty, and return on investment. That's where NewsCred comes in. It's a full-service content marketing platform to help you manage your content efforts at speed and scale. Through NewsCred, you can license content from 5,000 leading publishers, including Forbes, The New York Times, and Men's Fitness. You'll also be able to create custom original articles, infographics, photos, videos, and more. NewsCred maintains relationships with hundreds of award-winning journalists, photographers, and partners to help you accomplish all of your content marketing needs. You can manage your editorial calendars. You can manage your workflows. You can hit social publishing. You can measure everything. You can integrate with Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. Not sure about Hopstop. You can find everything you need to simplify and scale your marketing process across your organization. So for the first time ever, you can truly understand your audience and generate marketing ROI. Every single business wants this. 64% of marketers say that producing enough content is their biggest challenge. So don't be one of them. Don't be a buster. Visit newscred.com slash reverts to learn why companies like Pepsi, IBM, Visa, and Johnson & Johnson rely on them every day and request a free trial. That's N-E-W-S-C-R-E-D dot com slash verge. That was good. I stood up again during that. I know. <laughs> I heard men's fitness. I heard Pinterest. You got it. Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, you got it. Good. And also con not enough content, which is... It's a real problem in America. You, gotta, you just sign up for the trial, okay? Okay. Just make me the, the 50 cents. That All right. I heard we were going to talk about Drake. We're going to talk about Drake. So yeah. tell you. I took so many pictures of Drake. <laughs> I was at a club that Drake was supposed to be at this weekend, and he didn't show. I, was it the oh, after no. ball? Yeah. Up and down. I'm so glad I didn't go to that. Oh, then. oh my god. Okay, but I did. But I, I did it. get a contact high from Wiz Khalifa. There you go. So I nice. still got my story. It's a souvenir. Well, tell me that story. Is that the whole story? <laughs> I mean, how did your story about a JetBlue employee wearing an Apple Watch have more detail? Than a contact high off of Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa appears with his crew, and it was like pretty mellow situation. Uh, and he just like was smoking loud and I was just standing there. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I'm a little high <laughs> from your weed was Khalifa. And it uh, seemed good. Um, <laughs> cool. Did Sam tell you his story that dead mass invited him up to his like private party loft at whatever club he was at after golf ball? Oh, no. so he's no. like, he's like boys with dead mouse now. And he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I was just sitting there have like drinking beers with that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, of course. And Sam's like, it sounds like dead mouse was like, come, you got to come back to my house this weekend. And he's like, I can't go to Canada with you, dead mouse. And I'm like, wait, why can't he go to Canada with dead mouse? Cause he had to go ride a water slide in Kansas city. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's one of 
my favorite cartoon. <laughs> I, I love that show. Yeah. I really love that show. Yeah. I'm telling you, we got it. Just a show called Top Chef, which is Sam going to restaurants. <laughs> it's the way it's a wave of the future. That's that's content. Uh-huh. Wait, let's talk about, let's Apple, talk about music, Apple music. Though. Yeah. Do you want do you want to go through it? I'll go through it. So there's the first part of the keynote. It's very tight. It's very granular, very nerdy. Um, it's great. It's like a classic Apple developers cheered for open sourcing a software language, like really loudly cheered, right? Like very long applause break, yeah. uh, which was great. Like that warmed my heart, right? Like we're giving knowledge to the world and everyone's happy about it. And then there's like a dead stop and they're like, we're doing music. Jimmy Ivey. Yeah, it was one yeah, more they, thing. One more thing. And then everything just went. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then like, and then they rode that water slide all the way to the bottom of the Drake. Can you zone. paint the picture? Like, where is what city is this in? What is this? Okay. We're like? in San Francisco in a giant conference hall, like a okay. giant conference. There's like, like five thousand people. There's six thousand people. Yeah. I mean, it's they, a very they, nice looking stage. Yeah, it's I and mean, they build they build a whole thing. It's the same place Google has their event. They literally had, Google had their event there the week before, right? So this is like a it's just a known environment. That's that's all I hey. can describe yeah. it as. Um, Hang on, I'm, I'm going to find some pictures of Drake that I took so I can show you. Wait. It's an audio show. Drake is like, yeah. a, a, like a, a minimal part of it. I feel like we're overselling the drake of this. We're except, the ver- except his jacket. His jacket was the most yeah. important thing that was well, in the well, 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 let, let me just get through this whole yeah, yeah. chronology. So they bring out Jimmy Iovine, who founded Beats with Dr. Dre. Jimmy is the guy at Apple, like running in charge. Like, Formerly Interscope. Yeah, he's yeah. A, and I know who that is. He's yeah, the CEO well, of if you've watched American Idol, you know yeah. that he's the guy who tells you that you have potential, but you haven't connected with the audience yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and he tells a story about like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, like those are he's produced everybody, but his yeah. go-to stories are about Springsteen. Yeah, every time um, he produced like you two, right? Um, so he's on stage. And he, I don't know how to describe Jimmy Iovine's character on stage. He's like Hollywood uncle. Like, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, somebody described him as like the drunk uncle of Apple, but he's not like drunk. He's just like that. He's got that voice. Like I've been in show business for so long <laughs> and, and this is how you might like, we're yeah. doing something really like, I don't know. He's always like yelling. He seems really mad, but he's, yeah. it's just cause he's, that picture is painted well. Yeah. yeah. What would, what would happen if I gave Jimmy Iovine a Werther's original? <laughs> so I love Jimmy. So I, I, in my heart, Baron, I, I think he's like a perfect character, but he's constantly overselling like what beats music streaming is because it's his job to like pitch it. Um, but on the back end, he's actually a shark and like con- controls. Oh yeah, so all this reporting things. Micah has been doing on music services for us. Like the, the stories are just there. Like Jimmy's driving Apple. He's driving really hard bargains. He's trying to kill free streaming and Spotify. Like, He's he's the guy, right? He's the CEO of Inter- the former CEO of like Interscope. Like he is one of the most powerful men in the music industry. Who talks he's like, like when people are like, "That's what they want you to think." He's they. He's a hundred percent they. But he's like Dre and I were making headphones. Like that's yeah. like <laughs> that's his like attitude all the time, <laughs> right? Uh, so he he comes out and just delivers this like rambling thing about. I don't know, music. And the whole first half of Apple's thing was about how algorithms on your phone are going to like improve your life. Yeah. Right? We're going to read your email and like put up some shit for you. We're going to like figure out your transit stuff and help you walk better. Your phone's going to like hit you every hour to make you stand up because we're improving your life through computer software. And Jimmy's like, algorithms are garbage. <laughs> like, straight up. He's you like, want a DJ. Yeah. He's like, you. you want a human person telling you what to listen to. He had this whole riff about how the most important song isn't, not the song you're listening to, but the song that comes next. 
because when you're at the gym, you want to stay pumped up. And then he gave this incredible speech to the Wall Street Journal about how you, if you were listening to Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel came on, that's because the computer doesn't know that you don't like Simon and Garfunkel. Crazy. (laughs) Oh, I know. If you say thumbs up to one Beyonce song, you are chained to Beyonce for the rest yeah. of that like playlist radio whatever it might so, be right so they so what, they've sold you problem there so then sometimes it's just the wrong bay at the wrong time <laughs> so then Jimmy leaves the stage and Eddie Q comes on and gives just a completely I would say just oh, messy bananas. messy bananas demo he did some like Apple music incredibly awkward dad dancing in the middle yeah. of it yeah he's like I love Latin music and then just start, just broke it down. Which yeah. the Latin music I would say was hype. Also, in this venue, yeah. this huge six thousand person thing, they had tuned the speakers so that people speaking sounded awful, but hmm. music like fired kick drums into your chest mm. like like bullets. So like <laughs> they like right before they what were they playing right before they started? Uh, um, I think they were playing a Drake song, and it was just oh, like okay. uh, no, no, it was Uptown Funk. That's what it was. Yeah, they were it was playing Uptown up, Funk. The song yeah, they played yeah. right before the whole thing started was Uptown Funk, and it was like. So loud that people were painfully dancing in reaction to it. It's like, like they had no choice. Like, like their bodies are just, <laughs> just like molested I'm by the never-ending wedding. I'm never gonna leave. Uh, it was amazing. So anyway, so the music sounds amazing, right? It's like super loud and super crisp. And then Eddie's talking, and it sounds really. Mo- huh. It's like I think it's just a balance. Like yeah, yeah. you can pick one or the other. Uh, so he's like banging out all this music. The demos look bananas. They stole this entire screen from Beats. Um, right. where it's like circles and you have to like pick like it, what did Casey call it? It's like diet Coke on a screen. It's just like yeah. endless red circles and you like hold them to tell them how much you like Pitbull. Like, S- yeah, there used to be there, ugh, man, I wish I could remember. There used to be this site like in 2002 or 2003. I remember going to it where you could find artists that way. It was like these little floating bubbles. Yeah. You clicked on one and then it opened up to another web of other things you might like. Was it last FM? No, no, huh. this was, ancient like uh, I, i'm trying to even like it was something before you know myspace or anything like that i was that. a last fm devotee that was that's where i lived <laughs> too embarrassing for me i cannot tell people what i'm listening to i mean we can dox people on spotify <laughs> i know again. i know you and me can do that right now um um anyway so they did that and then they were like and then the third piece so there's like the streaming music thing with you know like fuck algorithms is a basically a thesis statement mm-hmm. then there is beats one which is like apple radio and they kept on saying beats one but it's actually like apple radio is the name of the thing and beats mm-hmm. one is the flagship station right but uh, so like confusing th- but there's like there's lots of weird nuance there because beats one is free for everybody everywhere 24 7 you mm-hmm. guys it's 24 7 um, very confusing why apple thinks other radio stations are not 24 it's got zane and it's got djs um but then the rest of it is basically just itunes radio rebranded yeah Right. Which I'm the only person we've talked about this. <laughs> I love me some iTunes radio. If you buy the subscription, you don't have ads anymore on iTunes radio. Oh, yeah. see, this is the thing. Like this is, this is everything. Every, every part of my casual listening habits are now coming together into some, a new product I have to pay for. And yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they did that. So that was the middle bit. And then the last bit was connect, <laughs> which is basically a combination of like Instagram and Tumblr for artists on iTunes. Well, it's, so, it's title. It, well, title, right. But mm. title doesn't let you post like song lyrics. Right. But they could, they could, I mean like, yeah. could, like all these services are like vaguely the same. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's so like, it's, it's like, it's like Tumblr. Or so you can subscribe to, so that what they showed was Chris Cornell uh, posting lyrics to a new song of his called higher truth, which to me is like 
that is a music experience that I would like to unsubscribe from, <laughs> like just in general. <laughs> uh, but then they showed like Alabama Shakes being like, we're in the studio, right? Like it's basically all the discovery that you do to like be a super fan of an artist. Like you'd follow them on Instagram, you'd follow them on Twitter, right. you'd follow crowds. them on Tumblr, right. and, and it's right, all in one place. Yeah. But it's not and a right. full, so, it's like a half social network. So like I can't see who you follow, I don't think. Everything has like hearts and comments and share counts, but only artists can post to it. Right. Well, I feel so, like the most important element of that is not all of this ancillary, you know, fan material, but just like if you like an artist, you will get, if they release a new song, you will get it first right. via mm-hmm. that if you subscribe to them, which Spotify has now also. Right. You can follow an artist on it. It just doesn't have all that other, all the other doodahs. Right. But, and then the second half of that, and this is the title piece, is that you can be an unsigned artist. And mm-hmm. if you, they have to vet you, it's not just a free for all. Right. If you get approved, you can be in connect and then they'll be like, look at the huge platform that you have access to. And then to prove that artists could break, but access to a social platform, it was time for Drake. And well, so no, first I picked like a completely rando person that had no idea who's well, going to yeah, be picked like, and whatever, promoted him. He's fine. Yeah. yeah okay. They're they like, look at this rando and they played a song and it was like the saddest song in the world. And they're like, well, this really brought us down, but mm-hmm. why don't we bring us back up with some Drake? And then Drake came out wearing his jacket <laughs> What was the jacket? It was an, a classic Mac logo letter jacket. It yeah. was oh. so good. I wanted one. He looked like a five-year-old. I, I understand. <laughs> it was really big. Um, it was large, yes. Um, although I saw, I will say, I, I like, I did some like Slack searching for like Keynote Apple Verge to see what people were saying about the live. Wait, one. you uh, guys, hang on. The jacket has a rainbow Apple logo on it. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, you just said. said. Where, where have you been? I've been. Just, you were there. You were. This yeah, is was we taking were photos. Away. The we logo was literally the size of a pixel. This is why it's better to watch the Super screen. Bowl on TV than go in person. This is true, Dieter. Whenever I leave an event, I've said this on the show a thousand times. Whenever I leave an event, I have to uh, go rewatch. I have like, to go rewatch it because live vlogging completely. You, you're yeah. just not there. I rewatched yeah. uh, half of it this morning. Um, anyway, so uh, Drake is nervous. That's weird. Yeah, and he delivers this like crazy speech about like growing up in Toronto and just like you know. It happened to me, and now with Apple Music, I hope it can happen to you. And it was just like he was just nervous and weird, and he posted an Instagram afterwards being like, this is as nervous as I've ever been. Wow. Talking to like 6,000 nerds wearing an Apple logo jacket. It was crazy. Uh, and then that was done. They talked about it a little bit more, and they're like, and now Tim Cook, the juxtaposition here was wild. Tim Cook was like, and now an artist is going to break a new song. And the lights went out, and then like red lasers fired from the ground, and the weekend just like fired more bass into everybody's souls and it was wild and did a song called i can't feel my face (laughs) (laughs) which is perfect it was perfect and and we just sat there like we were sitting down right like that's a weird way to that's i do not envy artists who ever have to play that kind of setting like a a convention finally the middle the middle section like understood what they were supposed to do and they stood up and like began swaying yeah but like that's a, it's a sex jam. Like that's yeah. what that yeah. song is. And you're, like, like, with, you're probably like white male. There's like a room of white males. In it's a drug and sex jam. It was great. I mean, it sounded amazing, right? Like this thing I'm saying about the speakers is true. Like it sounded so good, and he like completely sold it. Yeah. God bless him. But it was just it, that I've never seen it. The only artists that go off in those environments are like John Mayer plays a blues jam on the acoustic guitar, right? And it's like that's that's what you sit down for right yeah like you two played at the apple watch event and it was just like this is even this doesn't work well that feels like it's a million years ago now i mean even looking at the little promotional videos that they played they had two different ones they played during it i mean they are really 
And I think they're good too, especially not the time lapse one, but the one about like uh, the Beats One Radio yeah. one. Like it made me think, oh, I'm gonna actually listen to this. Like, right. uh, and you know the 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 people that they choose to be in it are diverse and young and doing things like working out and crying. And it's like, <laughs> All the times when you listen to the radio, <laughs> basically the only two times you will be listening. <laughs> yeah, pretty much though. And it was, I mean, but it worked and it was like, okay, they understand like, this is not like, oh, hey dads, you can listen to you too on, on, uh, on a iTunes radio or something like it, it was, it felt way more relevant or competitive, I feel like than right. other music stuff they've done in the past. It, and no, I mean, their music stuff has been, so do you, what do you use to listen to music? Spotify. So every week on the show, this is a thing that this is a responsibility you have. Sam and I argue about Spotify. Oh, cool. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> um, because I use Spotify, but I feel like I'm in a bad relationship with Spotify. I think Spotify's interface is terrible. And yeah. I'm going to move to Apple Music because it's just the next thing to move to. Mm. And this combinate, this thing that they're doing, which I think is fascinating, where they're taking all of the local MP3s or AACs that you have in your library and just sort of like mixing them into streaming. So there's no barrier between yeah. like the streaming service and the stuff you have and you can just like add stuff to your collection and it feels like it's on your phone for real mm-hmm. that i think that's really smart that's all i really want it to do yeah and all this other stuff is like they're struggling to differentiate themselves against spotify right because it really it's all sounds the same like band. with all these new streaming services it's kind of like when you want to go buy something simple like um toothpaste or peanut butter and you get to the aisle and you're like oh no like yeah. pick uh, yeah, but this is the like, thing about what? Apple Music is that you've essentially already have it. Right. It's like not this foreignness of something so is it like new, you see like Jeff and you're like, well, at least you're really I going know deep. You. We got it on the peanut butter thing. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. This is my brain. I can't change it for you, Eli. <laughs> just because I'm on the verge cast. Wait, so which which peanut butter? <laughs> Finally, is... I've been burned in return. Return burn from the Wait, hype seat. A quick assign a peanut butter to each oh, uh, major. Each major. <laughs> Uh, uh, streaming streaming service. Oh my uh, god! Oh, it's title. Oh my god! <laughs> is what title? Title almond butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> title's just like title's like off. It's like weird. It's, it's too it's expensive. It's, uh, whatever is. title is like whatever. Gwyneth Paltrow. Google, <laughs> Google Play Music is Peter seed Pan. Seed butter. Huh? Seed butter. Is the butter. New nut butter. Yeah. Oh, Spotify yeah. is Jif. No, Apple Music is Jif. No, um, Apple Music is one hundred percent Skippy. It's just the it's like the oh default. yeah, there you go. It's Skippy, and then right. and then is Spotify the is Jeff. I feel like default is Jeff. Jeff is the default. Whoa. Yeah, Jeff is the default. Yeah. I don't know. No, 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 no. The default is 100% skip. No, I don't know. You know GIF. what I'm waiting for? It's, I'm it's waiting for the lore GIF. scutters of streaming services. Audio like, is that annoying hippie peanut butter with the oil on top that you have to start and never work? <laughs> I have that. Smucker's natural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so sad no, for Smucker's, everyone involved. Smucker's natural is it's going to have the office it's not, too. That's going to a fish concert. Oh, that's gross. So it's, yeah, it's ultra commercial, but still kind of crunchy. That's Smucker's Natural. That's fish. Yeah, I got it. Okay, that makes sense. All right, well. Anyway, now I don't that, want corn syrup in our peanut butter. Now that we've fallen down that hole. Wait, but so wait, I want to, but I, I do want to talk about, I don't know. I, I mean, I have a couple things I want to talk about. I want to yeah. talk about radio. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about the radio. I want to talk about the tabs the at radio the bottom. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk wait, about wait, the buttons. Just hold on. The concept of the radio, because I do think so. So Brian wrote the thing about kind of this the disconnect between uh, anti-algorithm that was within the music part of the keynote and then um, <clears throat> kind of everything being automated for you uh, in the first part when everything having to do with iOS and all that. Um, and I do actually well, I feel like 
you can't, I, I, I kind of thought about this for a long time. I feel like those are two separate discussions. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're talking about art and when you're talking about leisure time and stuff, um, I actually like having curators and I really like somebody telling me what to listen to if I right. don't know exactly what I want to listen to. And sometimes it's like, I want to listen to music. I don't want silence right now. I want <clears throat> both. I really yeah. want a smart al- algorithm to just figure out based on what I've no, listened I, to what I want. There's this thing I, I haven't think to. about a lot, which is when I was a kid and I listened to radio, that's why I knew so much about artists. Yeah. Right. They would just tell me like, yeah. here's a new Nirvana single. Like this one is a like. I don't know, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain just got into a fight and here's Heart Shaped Box. Like Mm -hmm. that was a piece of information that I only got from that experience that I would never get just from Mm -hmm. like a Spotify. That's a really bad example and and I don't know why it's the first one came to mind, but there it is. Also something you don't get from just um, doing something like Connect where you you pick like, I like that artist. I'm going to learn everything about them. Like you're going to learn about a lot of people you don't like and some people you, I mean, it's idiotic to say this. I mean, this goes without saying, but like that's something I think that's missing though from a lot of the more customizable uh, services that we have mm. now, um, and not having something like the radio or you know just browsing through a record store and f- picking up something that you wouldn't find normally, like finding something that's the uh, equivalent of that, I think is a really important thing. And I think it's gonna like I, I think it's a good idea. Like I feel like people who have I don't know maybe it's more of an LA thing. I feel like people who have like serious radio are really into it. Like I think that there's still like a very relevant car people. Car people, yes. Yeah. I mean, I listen to the radio all the time, but right. I don't anymore. But if, if, I, if, I, if I was able to stream it or something, like... No, when I moved from Chicago to New York, my, my radio consumption just yeah. plummeted. And in Chicago, I would flip between... what's well, has gone now. But I'd flip between Q101 and B96, which was the, the alternative station and the hip-hop station. Mm-hmm. And, like, i just bounce back and forth. Yeah. And then, like, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. And I would, like, listen to XRT, which was, the like, the indie station, mm-hmm. which had been completely subsumed. By all of the other stations at this point. Yeah. So at one point, like the XRT was like just straight up playing hit Pitbull during one summer. And I was like, I don't know. What, I don't know what happened to you. Um, it's better now. Um, but I don't listen to any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, and this is this, I've talked about this on this podcast before, but, uh, app, uh, iTunes radio, which are they just doing away with I now? Is, is it, I it, over? It, yeah. They're replacing seems... it with Apple and it makes me really mad yeah. because they think it's cool to like put the little Apple logo next yeah. to the word. Yeah. And it's really sad for everyone. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, but but iTunes Radio or what what I guess will now be Beats Radio or I'm confused the difference between Beats Friend Radio. Beats Friend Radio, Radio is a station on Apple Radio. Got it. Okay, so Apple Radio. So Apple Radio, still iTunes Radio. The ease of buying a song that you hear and you like, yeah, or even yeah. just putting it on your wish list and getting it later is so like it goes straight to my brain. Like I yep. buy so I make so many 99 cent purchases through that mm-hmm. and like more than I probably do just buying whole albums from people. And so I think that that's actually really devious and like, but also convenient. Well, and if you pay for the nine ninety nine, you just hit add your library. Yeah. Yeah, then- exactly. No. Yeah. If you're able to do that, then it's less, it's not putting on my wish list. It's just like, no, I have that now. Yeah. So yeah. the big question I have is what's the relationship between buying music and streaming music going to be? Because artists still try to play right. the game where you got to buy it. You can't stream oh, it I'm on sure iTunes. Taylor Swift is going to put out our next album and you can only buy it on iTunes and everyone's just going to buy it but it's going to be integrated with the rest of the stream so you'll be able to hear it on the radio and you want to add your library like nope this one you actually have to pay for or Maybe. all of the bonus tracks will be only available right. streaming right I mean this, give, this gives the industry so many more options to like to come at you us. for money right and I, that's great. That's actually, I think that's fine. I mean, part of Spotify's problem is they're so stupidly religious about not letting artists sell things on their platform like they oh. would just do that and it would be fine can I sidebar real quick? Yes. Because you brought up Taylor Swift. This isn't oh, about. Here we go. This we're is gonna, meta. We're this be is, here. We're gonna be here a while. This is meta on Taylor Swift. Though. I checked Taylor Swift. Solo. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, no, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, but <laughs> I feel like um, I, I see people commenting on, on uh, people talking about Taylor Swift on Vergecast all the time. Like, oh, you guys all love Taylor Swift. Like, why are you guys always talking about Taylor Swift? No, Taylor Swift is like a hammer. She's <laughs> like, she is the easiest thing to go to if you want to talk about a top of their game, A-list pop star that multiple different demographics of people like. That's why we talk about Taylor Swift. It's not because we're obsessed with Taylor Swift. Not all of us. Right. Uh, that's all. <laughs> that's, that's totally true. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I got into a little bit of a Twitter discussion with Peter Kafka, <clears throat> who's the wonderful media reporter at Recode. And I was like, because I wrote a piece last week where I was like, we're all locked into these services now. Like, you mm-hmm. pick Apple Music, you're done. Like, you have to use where only where Apple decides Apple Music can be is where you can listen to music. And he's like, well, they're all the same, just like Switch. I'm like, no, because Taylor Swift will be on Apple Music and Jay-Z will be on Tidal. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, the biggest artists in the world are the biggest exceptions because they get to drive purchases. And that at some some point we're going to be in a world where – you have to subscribe to three streaming services to get the three biggest artists in the world. Well, it'll it'll be like cable. Three it's crazy. Butters. Well, if, can you still just buy the album if it's not stream? Like, okay, so say, Probably, yeah. so Jay Z wouldn't be you would, couldn't buy a Jay Z album on iTunes. Then I we all go to CD stores. Uh, if, in the future. if if <laughs> if they want to, they, if Title gets enough power, they could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Awesome. That would suck then. Right. Like, yeah. the, the thing that you could do then is you pick one and then you buy the albums from the people that right. you can't get on your streaming service. And that's fine. Like, you buy the albums I'm and okay then all of a sudden you discover that they are They've DRM is back and they won't your... play in your iTunes. You got to play them in the title app. See this. Oh, yeah. this makes me so, like it's, it's. Or you don't pay Apple or you don't want to pay for music. Right. And that's yeah. the other choice where mm-hmm. you're not paying Apple 10 bucks a month. Yeah, but maybe we'll all be so distracted with our new headsets, virtual reality headsets. Music oh, yeah. will be over. Matter. No one will need to listen to music. No, I mean that's the thing. Right? Apple Music isn't going to be part of Oculus, right? Like Apple isn't going to build an app for the Oculus platform. Like they're just not going to. You know, it's it's. This is why the fragmentation comes in. When you had CDs, MP3s, you could play that stuff anywhere. I would love to be virtually in a music video. Oh, can I? And we can just start busting some jams right now and screen screen you right here. Can we yeah. bring up one of the really small things that, that Jimmy Iovine showed off? That, uh, we can. Oh, wait, no, no. It was Eddie Q, actually. Yeah. No, the thing of uh, Siri, having Siri integrated with Apple Music and being able to look at songs. I think that's songs. really cool. Yeah. That's kind that's cool. of awesome. No, that's it's really like cool. Star Trek. Yeah, except you can't do songs and stuff. You can't be like, play me some slow jams. Oh, but um, I, I don't say, know that you ever want to be in a situation where you're commanding a computer to play your slow jams. Like, I, Siri, I mean, slow jams are not too weird. Gonna get it on. Yeah, <laughs> not too weird. <laughs> Siri, entertain this man standing by the door with a tray of champagne. Well, I, get, I can't look at him in the yeah. eyes. It's gonna be over in eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Siri, pull up my over in eight minutes. Please. Eight minute grind jams, yeah. please. <laughs> eight minutes don't make it weird. Uh, well, that is clearly well, the I, end of our I show. I want to say one last yeah. thing. I hope connect fails because the last thing i want is for like of the five buttons at the bottom of it there's for you which is apple suggesting stuff to you there's what's new which is apple telling you new stuff to buy there's radio which is apple owned music stations playing the music that you should listen to there's connect which is apple using presumably an algorithm ooh bad to show you stuff that the artists decide to post because they've been approved and then the very last tab by the way oh yeah there's your music and Mm -hmm. i hope connect like bombs because so i want split it, i would yeah. i would like to have most people finding music outside of what apple tells them to listen to that's all uh it's, yeah. it's a beautiful dream but it's not gonna happen oh god 
unless Great. Emily b- finally breaks a band on the verge, like I've been asking her to do for like a month and a half. Bring you it. know what that requires? I was thinking about that. You know what that requires oh, is people being able to be out late on weeknights. That's mm. how you break a band. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. All right. <laughs> I think that we was all. Chill. I, I think that. we all. Yeah, I think we all learned a little something about our conversations with you, and that will be the end of our show. Uh, oh, I've got you. You don't know what to do. No. You, this is a place where I usually throw to Sam. Uh, I'll just do. I'll just. I'll I do can it. do Here it. Here we go. Uh, so that's the Verge cast. There's a variety of ways to follow the Verge. Uh, you can follow at Verge on Twitter. You can hit Snapchat where the real Verge. Um, we've been doing a lot of cool Periscope stuff lately. So like follow some Periscope. Uh, you can also follow all of us. Nicola, what's your Twitter handle? Nicola underscore Fumo. Okay. F-U-M-O. Cool. Uh, Dieter is Backlon. Yep. I am Reckless. Emily is Emily Yoshida. Emily has uh, like a, a finely curated Twitter uh, experience that I encourage you to check out. Me? Uh, yeah. I like Emily it. also. I think uh, mine's curated. You're, you're great. Uh, Emily also, Emily has, a also has a hot new podcast. Oh, you want yeah. to talk about it? Yeah. Listen to uh, Verge ESP. It, uh, it's on it's on iTunes. You can subscribe to it. You can also listen to it on SoundCloud. Um, it is myself and science editor Liz Lopato talking about art and science and interviewing cool people in both areas. So yeah. check it out. And when just what we just had our second episode came out yesterday and it's every other week. Yep. And we also have What's Tech going on with Chris Plant. Um, all of that is available at iTunes.com slash The Verge. Uh, we'd also love to have you rate and review The Vergecast. Again, so close to a thousand five-star reviews. Uh, I am dying. What's a good question we can ask the iTunes reviewers this week? I am dying to know what you think the new version of OS X should have been called instead of El Capitan. I think that's like a... That's it. We should just do that work for Apple at this I point. They were going to stick with national parks. They were supposed to stick with parks in California. Well, so Apple has this thing where they... They, this is like the refinement cycle. So they did Lion and they did Mountain Lion, which was like the clean up all the rough edges. And then they did Leopard and they did Snow. So now they did a park and then a thing in the park and then they'll probably do another park. I hope. Um, okay. Matt Honan from BuzzFeed really wanted it to be called OS 10 Frisco, which would have been amazing. Hmm. Um, anyway, that's it. That's our show. Uh, please rate us. Please follow everybody on Twitter. Say hi. Thank you. Say thank you to Nicola for being here. Uh, and I really want to thank Linda.com for. You know, doing what they do, sponsoring the show, uh, being a part of everything. Go to lynda.com slash verge and sign up for a free trial. Learn everything. Customize your learning path. That is it. Rock and roll. Goodbye. Bye.